0: Welcome to Make It Plain from Make Plain Jesus Ministries featuring Pastor James Bryan, where we take biblical truths in everyday situations and break them down to be as plain as possible. So stay tuned and enjoy the broadcast. Welcome everybody to this episode of Make It Plain as we come to you from our studio in Maryland. And I just want to spend this time in, in you know, anticipation, just want to share something with an interesting title. And so I'm laughing a little bit as I'm thinking about the title that I want to share with you. And, and I'm sure when I tell you in a few seconds, you're going to wonder, what is he talking about? So I, now I hope I got your ears you know, up and listening. I want to talk about the topic, my belly. Yes, that's right, my belly. And I'm not talking about James Bryan's belly. It's just this topic of my belly as it applies to yours and everyone else's. And you're probably wondering, what does that have to do with the Bible, or or, or what grain of of insight or what nugget is he going to give me? Well, I just want you to listen and 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 think about or anticipate what I'm going to share with you, and and this is something that I think is very practical and also very useful. It's funny how in the Bible you see so many different things that that apply to. Your decision-making and and your focus points and and how you interact with those that are around you oftentimes in in the world of business and um, also in the pastoral arena people always want to know well what do you see me doing in the future or what is my career projection or what do you think god wants me to do and and so people are always wondering hmm What's the future hold is really what it comes down to. And so in the Bible itself, it has the answers, but we just have to settle down enough to see them. From a pure secular career perspective, you know, a lot of times people have the direction or the insight. They just haven't put it all together yet. And so I want to give you a nugget that helps you in your life in general in every aspect of what you do. You see... Every person who is alive, who's been created, God originally has a purpose for them. He created them knowing who they were going to be. He knowing what their capabilities were. And he has a design for everyone's life. Now, the challenge or the the interesting part, let me say it that way, is we have to make sure that we live in, in the way that God has set up for us. Oftentimes, we don't want to do that. And most people don't do that, but those that do find fulfillment. And so part of understanding who you are and how you were created and what you're supposed to do is really getting to know who Jesus is and and getting in the Bible and the word. It begins to give you some understanding and it will illuminate your focus or your purpose in life. And it's true. I'm not just saying that to say it, but it's true. But sometimes we let other interferences get in front of us and we miss the points, the words, the the insight, the revelation that we get from reading the Bible or the revelation we get from listening to what Jesus said and what he taught and what he's doing in our life. Because we're looking at all these other things. Well, my schedule's packed. I've got five minutes to read today and I got two minutes after that to say a quick prayer, and then that's it for today. There's a total of seven minutes I can allot because I have to go do something else. That's kind of the mentality that we have. And so we have to change that. And even when we get to the point that we say, okay, for example, let me go to church, I'll, I'll listen, but then I'm always thinking about, not me personally, but others are thinking, well, I gotta do this next, I gotta do that next, and these things still have to get done. And in the process of looking at all of those other things, you're missing the moment and missing the words and the revelation that's coming across from who's ever ministering. And you're missing the truths and the answers that we need for or you need for that moment. And so we've got that focus there. Then we go even to a more practical area. I talked to you about the title, My Belly. It's funny because many people have this issue, especially if they come to church, and, and they're still trying to process themselves and grow. But sometimes I've seen it in people's facial expressions, especially when I you know, as a pastor ministering or or even before that, I could see it in p- people's expression about, wow, when is this going to get finished? Man, because I could surely eat. I am starving. I can't wait to get out of here so I can run to my house or to the restaurant or Aunt so-and-so. So whoever the destination is that had food. And the whole thought was around that. Can they speed it up a little bit? I remember, just as an aside, I remember there was a time and um, I was assistant pastor in another uh, ministry. And one day I was helping the deacons after the service was over, just going through and cleaning up, make sure everything was clean. And I was startled. And I've said this to some folks who have been part of our ministry. You've heard me say this, but I was startled. The reason why I was, was startled is that what I found was a little sandwich bag filled with chicken bones from chicken wings that the person that was there had been eating all during the service. Now, that's what I'm saying, is that the belly calling out, saying my belly needs to be fed, and, and she came prepared. She had her wings and everything else, which I didn't see during service, but she must have been munching through the whole time. I often wonder when people do things like that what is it that they heard of the word that that changes them? Or was it about an obligation to be there and not really understand what was meant in the whole sermon or the whole message itself or even in the songs that were sung? But believe it or not, that was a true story. That that's what happened. And so and even me as a, a, a pastor, I've ministered. I could see people another story, case in point. Then, I'll, then I I want to share this the, the truth about my belly but the word had gotten out evidently that earlier in our ministry we had what we call family and friends day I many of you have been to family and friends um uh, occasions at different churches and so in it we always had plenty of food we had playgrounds we had um, for kids to play we had games we had contests there was all kinds of stuff going on and most importantly for many folks we had air conditioning so it was it was a really good time, and normally the attendance would uh, blossom four to five times the normal amount at least, because everyone wanted to be a part and and they knew they would get fed. Well, I remember because one of these instances, and I remember the gentleman in this case, I was ministering because we strongly encourage folks if they're going to come to the picnic, they need to make sure they come to the service, which was right before. And I was ministering, and the service wasn't exceptionally long, but, I, would, you know, there was a the message, I don't even remember what it was, but it was something that was pertinent, I believe. And I could see this person watching, and just watching, not smiling, not frowning or anything, but you could read his face, and if his face could talk without him moving his mouth, his face would have said to me, my belly is hungry, please hurry up. I don't know what you're talking about, but please hurry up. And all he was focused on was the food because the food really was, you know, top notch and they were ready for that food. And so oftentimes we let things like that distract us from getting the word itself, the life changing word. And so we have to really focus and train our bodies to focus on what's important and what's important isn't my belly. But what's most important is are the words of life that comes from Jesus himself. That's what changes you. The belly part gets full for a moment, and then a few hours later, you're going through that hunger cycle again. But the words of life are eternally impacting, and we have to train ourselves to listen and hear. You know, there's a scripture in John chapter 6, I believe it is, um, where... Jesus is talking about this very issue. And so he had just fed all these folks and evidently the bread was delicious and the fish was delicious and thousands of people got fed. Well, Jesus who is the when he was on earth and still to say, but when he was on his earthly ministry would not be contained by anyone, right? And so what he did, he just left that area and went to a different area, and no one else knew, or the other folks didn't know. So the day after the big feeding occurred, they came to the same place, looking and expecting to find Jesus. I think their belly was saying, that food was good. Go and get some more. And so what ended up happening, they were shocked. They got there, Jesus wasn't there. Because he had done what he needed to do there, he had other things that he needed to do next. And so these people were running and searching and finding or trying to find Jesus. And eventually they found him in a different town. And they were like, when did you come here? And Jesus basically said to them, you didn't come to me because of the words you heard. You came to me because of the food you ate. And then he wanted them to understand something very important. He says, look, um, Don't focus on that. Don't focus on the food that you labor for. But he's like, instead, what you need to focus on is the words that I give you. Um, Do not labor for the food which perishes, is what verse 27 says of John chapter 6. But for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set his seal on him. In other words, stop focusing so much on the bread that perishes, that, that molds and everything else, but the bread of life, Jesus, what he says is the paramount thing. We have to remember that in all the things when the Lord calls us to do something. We have to focus on what he's asking, what he's telling us, how he's instructing us, more so than what we can get out of it, more so than how good the food tasted, more so than everything else. Trust me, you'll get your reward in food. But after a while, you can only eat so much of that food. But the spiritual food that Jesus wants to give us, the revelation the wisdom and everything else, that's what matters. I don't know how you have gone through life without even being able to consider which is most important. I know I had to wrestle with that. There are times when I used to go to certain events or, or Christian things Because I knew afterwards either the event was great or the food was great or something along that line. But afterwards, as I matured, I began to realize the importance of receiving that bread of life. And that's what began to make everlasting changes in me. We all have to remember that. We all have to remember it's those changes that matter most. And so that's also why Jesus was like, um, man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So let me ask you, here's the test for you. What has the Lord said to you lately? Have you had situations where you heard him speaking? Have you had revelations from reading his word and meditating on his word lately? Or has it been, yeah, you've been reading it, but it's kind of stale because you are trying to take care of the physical needs or the or the bread that, that you're laboring for that doesn't last very long. What happens when you are, you know, in a church service maybe, or you're hearing someone minister, but you're now starting to think about your dinner, your meal, and everything else? If I could see you, if we are all in the same room, I would say, raise your hand if you've ever done that. And then I would ask you to raise your hand if you still do that. I would say that I would raise my hand because there have been times in, in my growth process that that's been me. A pastor might've been ministering and I kind of zoned off and started thinking about where can we go to eat afterwards? What can we have? What do I feel like right now? And they're still trying to get some truths across and I zoned out for a minute. So I needed to learn to pursue the, the bread that matters, the truth that matters. And that's when I began to understand that even if my belly starts to growl, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm hungry. It may be digesting But it's not important, because I surely can wait another 15 minutes until this is finished. I surely can wait another 20 or 25 minutes to hear all of what's being said, so that I can have that inside of me, because that's what lasts. That's what changes me. And so I want you to consider that for a minute. When you you hear this whole thing of desires about, wow, that was good, or this food was good and everything else. Don't go to a place just for the food. Go for the living word, the bread of life. If you come to events at Make Plain Jesus Ministries, where, you know, we're based out of, I want you to know that, yeah, the food is going to be good. So you can just know that that's going to be. But come to hear the things that would change your life. That's something that will last forever. And so we have to remember that and we have to look to that. But it's funny. When we do think about Jesus and his ministry, he had to deal with the same stuff that we do, right? The same personality, just different time, different place. And so that was a problem then. But even now, the belly wants to cry out and and say, give me food or give me whatever. But you and I need to make sure that we tame it to make sure that we keep the bread of life as the number one thing, the principal thing, the paramount thing. That's what matters more. Than anything else. So even on those situations where, you know, you have people that are just giving in and they bring their their sandwich bag full of chicken wings and leave the bones, you know, God bless them. At least they got in the building, but we're hoping that folks will grow more and realize the importance of the word. Yes, you can share that story because that still amazes me every time I think about that. But that's the thing. That's where we are in this world. And so we have to get to the point of growing. So be compassionate for those who haven't gotten there yet. And those that are getting there, just keep encouraging them. And let everyone know that the words that Jesus has given us are words of life. And that matters more than anything else. So hopefully this this brief topic of my belly was a little bit entertaining or even to the point of uplifting you to really get you to focus on what the what the word says, what the Lord says, and then pursuing that because everything else gets taken care of. Every time you pursue Jesus, you may give up your time. You may give up other conveniences, but in the end, your reward is so much better. It is so much greater than you could have imagined. So stay focused there. We're running this race with you, and if you need encouragement, reach out to us and And we'll reach back to you and encourage you through your life situations. If this has been beneficial to you, we also ask that you just send us a note about how it's benefiting you. And then at that point, if it's really benefiting you, I would just ask that you share it to your friends and family so that they can begin to listen also. That's why these nuggets or these podcasts that we call Make It Plain are designed to you know, give you that, inf- that impact so that you can understand practically how to live life fully. So with that being said, we can't wait to talk to you again on the next episode. God bless.